Hey, everybody, welcome to The Real Debaters, and thank you for tuning into the podcast. This week, we are supported by our friends at Proper Design Works, a custom clothing and embroidery manufacturer in our hometown of Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Patches, hats, t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies. If you need these things en masse, if you need 50 t-shirts for a charity, if you need 20 for a new baseball team outfit, if you're opening a new business and you want your staff to look uniform and proper and professional, hey, proper, right? Uh, These are just a couple of the reasons why you should contact them. If you want to put a patch on some of your new swag, if you need hoodies and you're an outdoor running team and you all want to look the same walking down the street, I can do this for hours, ladies and gentlemen. The point is, is that Anything that requires clothing and a cool logo, Proper Design Works is going to help you out, okay? 12 patches, 50 sweaters, 10 shirts, nothing's too big, nothing's too small, all right? The second side of the business, which is the custom clothing side, all right? The first half, forgot to mention, that's the bulk side, right? That's where the big orders. If you're looking for, I don't know, a bespoke tailored pair of jeans that's custom tailored to your body or a new shirt to go with a suit, or you've just got a crazy design that you want, you, you can't do it yourself, but you want to get it to fruition, uh, Proper Design Works. They're only an email away, okay? And don't take my word for it. You can check them out at Proper Design Works on Instagram. And when you're ready to place your first order, it's info at properdesignworks.com. Again, that's at Proper Design Works on Instagram and info at properdesignworks.com for their email address. Second, our friend Leanne Funk is hosting an event. Leanne owns Winnipeg Supper Club. Uh, She takes amazing chefs in even better venues, marries the two together, creates a pop-up. It's a good fucking time. COVID obviously put a little bit of a pin in that for everybody. She's coming back August 16th with a Southern Barbecue and Blues Night, hosted at Torque Brewery, 830 King Edward Street in Winnipeg, Manitoba, so locals, local listeners only. Sorry. Um, it, the, the menu. I can't, I can't do this menu without actually salivating. So here we go. Let's try this and and see if I drool. Uh, For eats, you're not going to be enjoying not one, not two, not three, but four different kinds of meat. Pulled pork and dewy sausage. Yep, there's the drool. Brisket and pork ribs. The sides, straight out of a Food Network barbecue special. Okay, cornbread, baked beans, cream corn, potato salad, and slaw. All right. And after you're done digesting, you're going to be entertained by the likes of Dustin Harder, local blues musician compared to the likes of Peter Green and Eric Clapton. He's going to be kicking out a upbeat, feel good, rockin' prairie soul kind of music. Dinner starts at six. Show starts at 830. Get ready for it. It's only 85 bucks a ticket. That's so cheap. We all know dinner is going to be like 70, 80 bucks alone sometimes. So if you want to support a great local event and you want to buy some really great branded clothing from a local producer, contact both of them, okay? Supporting events like the ones that Leanne does, it's how we bring them back. It's how we get our state of normality. So if you've been waiting for something like this, wait no further, look no further, www.winnipegsupperclub.com is the email, is the website. Uh, they sell tickets there. You can contact Leanne with any questions. Like I said, guys, I've I've worked a couple of these and I've I've been to them. They're so much fun, and you can meet some new people too, right? Get out, socialize, drink beer, eat great food, listen to good music. These are all the things we like. This week on the show, James Beaver makes a return for his second episode back to back. We just couldn't get enough of that English motherfucker. Jimmy Skinner is back, and Martin Navarro's calling in from Vancouver, and we asked the question, the simple question: If you could work for any bad guy, 
What bad guy would it be and why? And you are an apprentice, right? You're learning under him. He's taking you under his wing, as crazy as that sounds. So what bad guy would you want to break bad with and learn some nasty skills and, and get into trouble with? That was That's the major question on the show, plus a couple other ones, as always. Uh, if you want to follow us at Real Debaters on Twitter and Instagram, the website is uh, therealdebaters.podbean.com, and real is spelt R-E-E-L. Search us on Facebook, The Real Debaters Podcast, and email the show, and we'll ask one of your questions online, or we'll maybe you want to see us debate something silly, send us an idea. Uh, the Real Debaters at gmail.com. That's it. That's all. I'll cue the real, and you enjoy the show. Welcome back, James. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you for doing another episode here. It's um, been a long time. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> and Jimmy, it's good to see your face, sir. Oh, thank you. I have. Uh, I've. I've been watching you from Instagram. That sounds creepy. That's yeah. <laughs> you don't follow me. <laughs> yeah, I do. Don't I? Yeah. He just watches you. He watches you. He doesn't follow you. He watches all my stories, but he does not follow me. It's just... <laughs> so I wanted to start off uh, this week's episode with. Uh, a look back on the last six months of what 2020 has been. And if 2020 was a movie, what would be in it? What kind of movie would it be? And, you know, just, just let's go through genre. Let's go through story. Let's 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 pick this thing apart like we're professionals here. So, Marty, I know you're, you're chomping at the bit here. <laughs> I can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> So what do you? I haven't eaten breakfast yet, guys. I haven't eaten breakfast yet. <laughs> He's edgy as shit right now. Uh, so what, let's let's start off with uh, major plot. What do you think should be included in 2020? Okay, I'll tell you what. I just I from my, what I interpreted, I was thinking like what my 2020 experience in a movie would be like, and mine would be Pineapple Express if they never left James Franco's apartment. You just get stoned and play video games all the time. You eat junk food. It always gets delivered. You just never leave. If that that's what my 2020 experience has been like so far okay <laughs> that's fair i i get it because every time i talk to him and I, like, you know what i think that's most of our experiences right i mean what what else did we do nothing it's Smoked just a bunch uh, of weed been a lot of video games movies and weed yeah pretty much i've been working the entire time you, so. yeah, you worked the entire time i worked the entire time but like the first three months, everybody was like 2020, the year of, you know, perfect vision, 2020 looking forward. <laughs> nope. And then and then, you know, so I'm I'm just imagining like if this if this was some sort of plot um, where like everybody is just looking to kick off the best year. Like there were so many hashtags about how this year was going to be it for everybody. Oh. And then all of a sudden this story yeah. starts to creep in. <laughs> from from the other half of the world about this impending disease and everybody's like no big fucking deal we got this on lockdown it's in it's all the way over there who, right yeah who cares like, typical human behavior we don't yeah. have a problem yet so mm. you know when we do we'll we'll deal with it um and, and then, then all, they didn't and then they didn't <laughs> no oh. and then they just didn't <laughs> and then they didn't even longer like i remember what was it early er, so early march i guess is where this story should take place yeah um we've we've got a, a giant basically we're we're rehashing uh 
pandemic the movie <laughs> pretty much um in in <laughs> but in that in that space though um are we gonna let covid be the major plot in this movie yes yeah because <laughs> there's nothing I, i'm just yeah it has to be yeah it has to be i'm just asking the question because <laughs> if i don't we miss something um jimmy what are your thoughts maybe it'll be like, like you remember well, terminal like <laughs> if my i don't know if my Go 2020 ahead, was a movie uh, it would be pushed back to 2021. It would be the making of the making of the movie. <laughs> People are going to watch a documentary about the making of this movie later. <laughs> oh. and, then, and then as soon as it was about to be released, it would be pushed back again, right? Now, that's my first answer. If I had to go again, it would be like... Uh, so it'd be like Armageddon, except uh, they all explode upon entry. <laughs> <laughs> Not just like half the team and Owen Wilson. Because that's exactly how this whole thing went yeah. down. Yeah. It was a giant. They big land on the boom. asteroid. Well, actually, they don't land on the asteroid. Nobody lands. No, <laughs> they overshoot the thing. They're on their way to Saturn. It's a problem. It's a big problem. James, what about you? Uh, pretty much uh, the entire movie would be the first half of Independence Day. <laughs> where Jeff Goldblum's trying to say this is gonna happen, we're all gonna die, we're in so much trouble, and they're like, get the fuck out of here, what the fuck are you on about? That is the entire movie. It's or like, not the beginning, it's just the entire. Or like Quaid in the day after tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> totally. Yeah, pretty that's much. It. That's you were it. saying before this, like, just there's a lot of that kid. character. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, that's the entire movie. It's just one guy yelling, this is gonna happen, we're all in danger, and people just going, nope. See you later. You know, I, 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 I see a little bit of World War Z in this too. Yes. Right? You've got, you've got people I experiencing this plague that's traveling around the world and you only have one or two people, like you say, with Jeff Goldblum going, hey, listen, you better get on your shit. Otherwise, you're going to have flesh-eating zombies yeah. up your ass at the end of it. In this case, uh, the flu. But, yeah. I mean, neither way. It's And then there's another movie as well, which I personally felt because with my work, I have to walk to work. And it's like 15 minutes away and walking to work with nobody around. And here's the kicker. I was use I was listening to my music on the way to work. That would be funny. And I was playing the 28 Days soundtrack. Oh, Why? <laughs> <laughs> I hate Why? myself. I hate myself. You know what? You're right about that because I went downtown one day and it felt like the, in the intro to 28 Days yeah. Later where you just, you come around a corner and where you're supposed to see like, Let's say 50 people. It's just no, eerie and ominous. And the sheer and terror of seeing one person yeah. walking towards you. Especially when they're sprinting at you. Yeah. <laughs> this was a runner, so I <laughs> Okay, all right. So 2020 movie is a sci-fi for sure. I think we've, we've yeah. concluded yeah. here. All right. Um, Did you have one for this? I... I was thinking more along the lines of which is lovely how we play hard and loose here. Um, <laughs> Nobody ever understands the rules fully. <laughs> no, no, we don't. That's a running theme, which is the best part. Um, so I was thinking of it like as an actual movie, like looking at it from like um, sitting in a room and like doing a pitch fest. So I was either sci-fi or autobiographical. Right. Mm -hmm. That was what I was looking at. An autobiographical from a human perspective. Is this a biopic? Uh, it's, a bio, it's a biopic. Yes. Biopic. <laughs> it's a one syllable word turned into three. <laughs> um, what did I also have? Uh, I, I basically I I included the fact that somehow Tiger King makes a comeback through all of this because it's it's his time to shine because he's are begging you, to get out. Are of you prison. branching to TV? 
what well, uh, docu series <laughs> yeah, Netflix. We don't do that. Did you hear the panic in his voice? <laughs> We had one episode. That was it. <laughs> I love how all three of you were criticizing me. It's not even the debate yet. No, it's not. I'm already a little sweaty over here. Glad I left the AC on this time. Um, the DVD box, I, 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 I thought it should specifically suit. DVD to... box? Yeah. What, the, what time is it? <laughs> we're going back. <laughs> I mean, Blu-ray would have been the, uh, the last logical uh, answer with DVD box. I really need to work on Who my makes those? It was like VHS. It just made a comeback. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mike, it's actually on vinyl, guys. It's just a deep... laser disc. Do you have a closing <laughs> argument for this? No. <laughs> okay. No, I don't. I don't at all. Um, in, in fact, uh, I, I think we've, we've butchered this to death. So let's go back to something we do know well. Okay. I just want to end it on oh sure something. okay i guarantee in the next five to ten years they're going to do a titanic movie Ooh. where it's based on this really bad event where there's going to be a love story in the middle of it and it's about them not being able to see each other this is directed by michael bay yes okay <laughs> i guarantee there's going to be like this whole love story about two people who met and fell in love then the next day coronavirus hits damn and they're forced to somehow stay in love through social yeah. distancing and not being able to during an intergalactic conflict between the Autobots and the Decepticons. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Somehow yes. you know Bay will snip that in there. Oh yeah. Um okay. And the American flag's in the background the entire time. Uh movies. So much oh. fun. Okay, well let like because we've got basically the root of the cast here and which feels fucking good. Um, let's do how we started this whole thing. James, what did you watch this week? Um, I, last weekend, I actually went to a movie theater. What? what? Yeah. I went to the Starless Movie mm. Theater in Morden. Oh, you oh. tease. I thought yeah. you actually snuck in and somehow made yourself. I, I basically took over a movie theater on my own and just played whatever I want. No, uh, I went to uh, Starless Movie Theater in Morden. Okay. And first time being, it's actually a bucket list item for me. And I watched The Empire Strikes Back. How was Sweet. it? So oh. good. So good. It's the perfect movie to watch in that environment. Oh. Just so good. And it's exactly how I imagined it. Isn't that theater great? It's so great. Like, just when you watch movies and you see driving theaters, it's pretty much that. It exceeded every single expectation. Did you have, like, four or five people in your trunk? I tried, and then they saw it. That's the only way to do drive-ins. Pretty much. That's how he drove them there. He was like, everybody right. in the trunk. Yeah. Get, told, told my missus, get in the trunk. Um, the snack station is yeah. probably my favorite because they they pull no punches. It is straight hockey rink food, and it is fucking delicious. Everything <laughs> tastes like the same from the deep fryer. I'm not knocking it. I love that. Yeah. Right? I it's love what that. you want when you go there. Exactly. I don't want a catered event. I mean, no. it would be great if you could park a food truck out there. Just that get would get oysters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of lobster. O- oysters and caviar in like the back of 30 oysters trunk. throughout the whole movie. <laughs> so the next thing you know, you're fucking in the back. And it's, it's How nice. did this happen? And it's nice not that, allowed back here. It's nice it, to have a it. popcorn <laughs> in a bucket, too. Yes. Oh. You don't get that. It's all plastic it's bags big, now, yeah. but it's nice to have a bucket and it's like if, popcorn. If you've got a camper, for people who don't know, you can drive your camper out there, and there's yeah. some, some power stations in the back you can set up for the weekend. And but dudes behind you are having barbecues. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. No, so they're like tailgating. Pretty much. Sick. Yeah. Whoa. I'm yeah. totally in for it's movie tailgating. So, it's so good. Don't and even watch the movie. Just go for the tailgating. Pretty go much. Home. 
<laughs> just watching a movie inside the camper. Oh, look, there's a movie playing. It's like Mooch Barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> Mooch Barbecue at the movies. Yeah, go home. Um, was it really busy, James? Yeah, it was quite busy. Okay, so, like, did you get... Because Jimmy mentioned we should probably try to do this this summer, and it's been on the back of my mind since yeah. it opened, and then me and Shauna was like, we're not getting in. Like, we'd have to stay there the night before to even uh, yeah, stand a chance. We got there an hour before, and okay. we got a really good seat. Right okay. on. Well, right. seat. Parking spot. <laughs> Parking, yeah. yeah. Parking spot, yeah. yeah. Okay. We, like, like I said, we got there at like 8.30. The seats are provided. Exactly. <laughs> Air conditioning included. Yeah. <laughs> I, but yeah, uh, you get there an hour early and you're pretty much good. We just, I forgot to bring cash. Ooh. Uh, if you all go and make sure you bring cash because you need it to buy snacks. Okay. It would feel a little... That's good oh, advice. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's perfect for our audience. <laughs> yeah. That's good to know. It's yeah. <laughs> um, what was Empire Strikes Back like? Oh, so good. Live? <laughs> Question mark. <No. laughs> um, For the first time. <laughs> I watched uh, the original Star Wars before it. Yeah. And it's so. I never realized that in Empire, that's where the Imperial theme comes from. It is not in the first movie at all. Oh. It's actually debuts in dun, the second movie. Yeah. Dun, 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 it's nice dun, to see dun, it evolve, dun. isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's it's so weird because I always equate that whenever Darth Vader shows up, but it's pretty oh. much not even in the first movie. That's like a what? What's it called when you think you remember something some way, but it turns out to be something completely different? Yeah. What, just, whatever the word is, the Mandela yeah, effect. Is I that what it? that effect was called? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right. Yeah, the Mandela effect. That's what it is. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Found the uh, was nailed it. Give yourself a point. You're right. <laughs> the Sinbad genie movie that never existed. Oh, someday. Someday. <laughs> Someone's got to make that. Someone's just got to make that. Just Wasn't there a Sinbad genie movie? Really? <laughs> it's probably on TV and we can't talk about it, Martin. <laughs> oh, wow. I, yeah. I think everyone confuses movie. it with the, uh, the Shaq genie movie. I mean, that's Kazam. Shaq genie yeah. yeah, that was one. Shazam. No, yeah. Kazam. Or Kazam? Kazam. <laughs> Kazam. Okay. Yeah. Shazam was with Chuck. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, but, I've always wanted to get back to one of the Star Wars movies in the theater because yeah. I've never, well, the original three I saw in the theater, but it would be nice to just do do it do it the OG way. Yeah. Right. The way our family saw it. <laughs> the way my daddy <laughs> My <went> ancestors <laughs> went to see Star Wars. Cool. Would you recommend Empire Strikes Back, James? No. <laughs> no? Shitty movie? <laughs> nope. Waste of time? Yeah. yeah. Two out of ten. Prequels yeah. are better. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, he's his father. <laughs> Prequels are better. Go fuck yourself. All right. Jimmy, what'd you watch this week? Uh, I've been uh, I've been watching the uh, Wrong Turn series. They're like, uh, oh. I think the first you you've probably seen yeah, these, yeah, right? Yeah. Like the first one got a theatrical re- release, and the rest are just straight to straight, straight to home video. Uh, there, but the second one though, you know what? The second one with it has Henry Rollins, and it is a great improvement to the first one. There's more action, there's more gore. Like they they definitely tried to make it a yeah. better movie, but th- they're all garbage. And the only reason I bring it up now is because uh, the fourth one, Wrong Turn Four, as it's known as. Uh, was shot in Winnipeg for most of it, yeah. and that's kind of cool. I thought that was neat. What's the overall story? I mean, I've, I've, oh, I've right. snipped yeah, it from back that. and forth, but uh, hillbilly mutant cannibals eat teenagers. Oh, uh, okay, normal plot line. <laughs> they take right. a wrong turn, <sighs> and they get eaten. Okay, yeah, that's so <laughs> relatable. Like, it, yeah, th- like, and honestly, the characters have no depth, and the story has no depth beyond that. So there's just no, there's no reason to it's dive into it. And um, yeah, it's a gore fest, right? Yeah, but most of it was shot in Winnipeg. A lot of it was shot in Brandon at a, a, a what is it, a closed down insane asylum. So that's kind of cool. Uh, mm. It definitely had the feel, and it's nice to see like shoots on site. You know? Yeah. Uh, you, you, a lot of them, just shoot like in the woods or whatever. And could, could you tell? Winter. Could you get a, a kind of an idea that it was yeah, Winnipeg? Well, and like just watching, like yeah. Well, just watching like the actors, you can 
like uh, with their commentary and stuff, you can see them being more excited to shoot, and it it puts them in more of a mood, right? When you're actually on like a <laughs> fucking gurney in the insane asylum that's yeah. abandoned and torn down, it it makes you extra scared for your role, I believe. Yeah, you want you want some fear in there for sure, right? Uh, recommend it if you're into a gore no. fest. Fan. No, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> I would recommend the second one. Just the second one's fine, yeah. Just because it's Henry Rollins versus, like, inbred... Mutant zombies. Cannibal like it's, yeah. zombies. It's cool. And that, that's, that's all you need to watch it for. Yeah. All right. You can I just agree. Skip Wait, cannibals? Are, aren't all zombies just cannibals anyway? Well, so I don't think they're, they're actually zombies, but they're mutant cannibal hillbillies. They're like inbred. Yeah. Okay. Hills of Ice. Similar to yeah. the Hills... I, I was just going to say the Hills have eyes. Very okay. similar to yeah. the Hills mm. have eyes. All right. Uh, Marty, what did you put away this week? Um, well, since Studio Ghibli is on Netflix, I've been watching a lot of films uh, from that from that animation studio, and I've watched Princess Mononoke again, which is still pretty good considering it came out in like the '90s. So, um, it's about like this. Uh, it's it's it reminds me of like all the Studio Ghibli movies. It reminds me of the Never Ending Story kind of, because like a young boy goes off on an adventure to kind of save the world. Um, and it's got a bunch of very like you know in the Japanese culture, like animals represent gods and spirits of the forest. So there's a lot of times to that and um yeah it's pretty good it's it's uh i if you if you're not a fan of subtitles i would this is probably one of the ones where i'd be like it's okay to watch it in the, the english dub because uh, there's a lot of like big name actors who are actually um voicing it over like jillian anderson is one cool Claire danes yeah so this is it's, it's pretty good i would recommend if you're gonna watch a studio ghibli movie this is probably one of my favorites so i'm gonna piggyback yeah. you on this because i i put away uh howl's moving castle and Spirited Away. Howl's is good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't think the casting of Christian Bale as Howl, it didn't really do much for me because he's he, he's very one note in it. Like, I, I, I just kept seeing Bruce Wayne, if we're going to be honest. Like, <laughs> the, it was hard to take away from that. But the stories themselves, I, I sent a message to Rob and was like, how much hallucinogenics do you think these guys <laughs> took before they designed these stories? Oh, yeah. There's, all of them. There's all of them. It was like a Hunter S. Thompson cocktail. Just down <laughs> it and start writing. Um, Spirited Away was like the kooky. It, his animation style, It's it almost seems like he's overlapping two different styles because when you get close-ups to some of these characters, it's mm-hmm. very shaded. It's very accurate. But then when they do the pullback and the wide shots, they're very basic in their facial features, right? And and he's, yeah. he's I, I, was, I was looking for a really great story in Spirited Away. As much as I've told you guys, I'm not a big animation guy. I was glued mm. to it. Me and Sean were just looking at each other. She's in love with that stuff. Yeah. Like the cute. Well, she's right. Yeah. She, yeah, she, <laughs> <laughs> she was. And yeah, I did say, right. I, I was like, Rob, Sean has suggested, so had Martin, that we should watch these. And she's like, okay, cool. And then within the first five minutes, she was like, like mouth wide open. Sometimes I love the story this. is just so good that it can draw you in whether you like the animation or not. It's great. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I couldn't agree more. Well, Spirit in a Way is like, it reminds me of Alice in Wonderland. That's it, what that story reminds me of. Man, you and Shauna share the same fucking brain. She said the exact <laughs> same thing. She, well, they're right. Yeah. Again, okay. Yeah, Are you saying right. I'm wrong, Jimmy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> they're right. I'm really Thank saying you, Jimmy. I appreciate, I appreciate the vote of confidence, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah. So uh, I would also suggest if you if you aren't a big animation fan, but you do love a good '80s story. Uh, actually, no, these were early 2000s, I think, right, Martin? Like 2000. Uh, they, they, 2004. Well, this, there's a bunch. Spirited Away was two uh, 2000s. Um, Mononoke was 90s, and then 
there was a few like Howl's I think was in the early 2000s as well but yeah. like there's, it's gone back since the 80s the studio was opened in 86 I think and what so. what's the name of the director again because I, I, I looked up I looked him up he looks like uh, the Asian version of the KFC man like <laughs> he, he, does, he does like he's got this lovely gray beard and this lovely gray coif with these big thick black glasses and this white suit Hayo Miyazaki Miyazaki yeah. is that how you pronounce Miyazaki, it Miyazaki okay. Miyazaki uh, he's like in his early 90s wow yeah he is not a young man anymore, and for somebody no. to still be pumping this shit out at that, like, I mean... I couldn't even... Oh, my God. Yeah. Didn't he retire? He did. Yeah, yeah. he hasn't made stuff for years, but even in the early... But I think he's coming years back. Ago, is he? From wow. what I heard, he's, he's doing another movie. I think, I think... I'm not sure if it's him or the studio. The studio's doing another movie, because I know they, they took a break. Jimmy took a break for a while, but... It's like from Jack LaLanne pulling read, a boat yeah. with his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Oh, I'm giving my, even though it's not a movie reference, giving myself a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah James. By the way, when when Jimmy's here, we all we, we all sit around and we try. To, we, and we're like, what was that guy's name or what was that scene? And yeah. then when you when you nail it, you get a point, and then we okay. accumulate the, the points. points. Mean nothing, and I give them out for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start giving each other shit here. I think we're a little warmed up. Um, I uh, th- this is this is yours, Jimmy. This was your idea, so why don't you take it away and introduce it? Uh, okay, so for this week. Um, I, I, you know, I'm really excited about this idea. I know you are. And I did get some inspiration from a uh, from a cracked video I saw on YouTube in an After Hours video where they discussed, like, which evil corporation or which supervillain would you want to work for if you had the opportunity. And we tweaked it a little bit. We made it an unturned in- internship, so you yep. won't be getting paid, but there is the opportunity to get paid more in the future if you do a good <coughs> job. Um, and we expanded it from supervillains to just any movie villain. Really. Yeah, any bad guy, <coughs> essentially. Okay. All right. Um, guest of honor, James, would you oh. like to take us away yep. with, uh, with, with the first one here? So the movie I chose was Demolition Man. and I, We have a soft spot for Demolition yeah, Man. We really do. I, for I, we have a soft spot for Stallone. For Stallone. We have a soft <laughs> yeah. spot for Stallone. And I do, at least. I do. Martin's response to when I told him your pick was, ooh. <laughs> and so I don't want to do Simon Phoenix because guarantee you just shoot me in the face. It could happen. Guaranteed. He's a psycho, mm-hmm. so yeah. you never really know what you're going to get. It's like so, picking a Joker type so deal. I yeah. went f- I went for the secondary villain, Dr. Raymond. Uh, That's interesting. Cocteau. Is it Cocteau? Yeah. It's Cocteau. Yes. Cocteau. Yeah. I never thought about picking a secondary villain. Okay. So well, now, he's the mastermind, essentially. You asked you ask me uh, to answer three questions. Why is this great? Just in general, <laughs> the... The work environment alone would be the least toxic thing going. Okay, yeah. Because everyone's just going to be so nice. They're basically going to help me out as much as possible because that is the environment. That is how it is. It's meant to... San Angeles is meant to be... Uplift everybody. Um, they nice. already practice social distancing. They're not allowed to touch. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so, I mean, oh, that sounds like society. heaven to me. It does. It does. <laughs> and, and then the idea of me working so closely with a man that has done so much and kind of brought this whole prosperity is just great in itself. Um, what could I learn? I could l- just learn the history on how he did it. Is fascinating. Like, it is. Harry managed to go from a destroyed what, what was it? Three cities: Sa- San Diego, Los Angeles, and the, yeah, the major yeah. California hubs. To go from that to this like utopia, it would be really interesting just to pick his brain and learn how he did it. How uh, do you think he did it? Just off the top of your head, what do you, <laughs> what do you think his first move was? I I don't know. That's the thing. It's 
it's so shrouded in mystery. I wonder how he did it. My guess is he used religion and kind of said, hey, we need to help each other. And just kind of like a kind of a post 9-11 kind of attitude. But instead of invading somebody, they just kind of work together in harmony and stuff like that. And <laughs> he led the way. <laughs> and a bunch of RFDI chips that are controlling you along the way. Probably, probably. probably. <laughs> so now, why would he be uh, worth the time to work for? Like I said, the man single-handedly brought a city after the great earthquake of 2010. And of made it into yeah. one of the most prosperous civilizations in Never modern times. He eliminated. <laughs> he eliminated crime. He eliminated racism. He eliminated. Like, Technically, did not eliminate crime. I would just say. Yeah, because would, he brought. Because there still is a rebellion. Still is a rebellion, and that's considered. They do the graffiti and the. Technically, uh, what's this? Like, yeah, the guys in the sewers. Those guys were. <laughs> on yeah, a, that's on a surface level, crime. though, you're not afraid to walk out <laughs> of your door and potentially getting shot in the face. That's this, gone. This is true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. there's some sewer rats who eat rats, but who cares about them? It's all about the surface level. Who cares about <laughs> yeah. Dennis Leary? Come on. Fuck him. I do. That joke's stealing hack. Fuck him. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so it'd just be great to learn from Cocteau. And from a philosophical f- From a philosophical, and you're pretty much r- helping the man that runs the city. So there's going to be a lot of benefits there. I'll probably get a lifetime supply of Taco Bell just from being oh. around him. So. Would you learn how to use the three seashells, you think? I already know. <laughs> okay. Oh, you do? That's been a mystery here no, for a while. Really? No, uh, Stallone actually mentioned, uh, he did an interview where the whole thing is you use the two seashells to, like a tweezers to pull the shit out, and then you use the remaining one to uh, scrape your ass. Huh. That's actually how he explained it. I don't know if that'd be, yeah. Can't we just get a bidet? I just got a bidet yesterday. I have one right now. Yeah. Oh, Oh, so great. Heaven. Right. Yeah. We don't have the show so you guys can brag. <laughs> <laughs> we got that. We got that podcast money. We're, 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 oh, my we're ass is so clean. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, my though. ass doesn't itch anymore. <laughs> I don't have swamp pass no more. <laughs> the swass in my life has gone down to practically zero. It was broken for a while, like uh-huh. it would just overflow the back of the toilet for some reason. <laughs> so, like, I don't. I, I think. I, I think due to my hefty figure, I may have crushed a hose or something in it. But Did you sit on the hose? <laughs> <laughs> no, I sat. It's I, not I, supposed to go in your bum. No, fuck off. <laughs> Just jams it in. Well, no, okay. <laughs> this is an interesting topic. It's not a colonic. I haven't been able to talk about a bidet with any with another human being. Hey. So, so bidet buddy here. Um, <laughs> Again, I'd rather talk about this than TV. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, potty break. Um, <laughs> do you, do, is yours warm or cold, James? Cold. Okay, mine's cold too. I love the cold blast yeah. up against the. It's, it's such a surprise. It's so invigorating. It's like a shower for your entire body in one area. Uh-huh. That's the, Especially uh-huh. in these, like, with us being bigger yeah. guys. Yeah. Like, in these really hot climate right now. Oh, totally. It's a great just refresher. I, I hate all Dude, when this. I went to Japan, I, I, didn't, I didn't need to go to the bathroom. I would just sit there and hang out. Like, it was just awesome. Just watch it going. <laughs> yeah, Tokyo has the best toilets in the world. The city of Tokyo has the best toilets. Man. But, okay, hang on. I heard a rumor that if you stay... They even play sounds. They even play music. So you can't hear the other person's noises. <laughs> Oh, there's so much personal sharing going on today. I love it. I want to go home. 
Um, but I've I've heard a rumor that if you stay too long on a toilet in Japan, that the door just opens up automatically on you. Like it's like you're you're like get the fuck out. Is that true, Martin? Doesn't happen. Okay, not where all I right. was. Definitely not where I was. Can you imagine? I was in just... some swanky hotels. Swanky hotels. It's better oh. than the caverns bathrooms that don't have doors. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know what? I was I was the side note here. No again. locks. No. I was at the Toad last weekend, yeah, and I was super upset that they didn't bring the trough across the street. Oh. I just, I, you know, is there I, a new trough? There's, well, Bucatino's old bathroom. It's, it's so brass. It's, it's, it's <laughs> there's a toilet that closes, and you don't have to hold the door while you're taking a shit. Oh, it's. Thank you, Kevin, for moving on. <laughs> um, anyways, back to more important things here. Yes. So, Doctor Cocktail, yep. go to the Cocteau. Toad, take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, uh, just. <laughs> You can do it now. <laughs> Guarantee cocktail. That should be their new fucking advertisement. Guarantee cocktail has a bidet. Guaranteed. Oh, oh totally. most definitely. You, you probably oh, has yeah. You, you yeah. probably has the only one in San Angeles, probably. Wow. Yeah. Knowing him. But that would make me bitter. That would? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Would, if I knew someone else Dennis had one, Leary, why can't I have one? Maybe, yeah. it's a, maybe it's a trade secret. I'd eat a rat. Maybe he, he's the only one that knows that there's a bidet in his own personal He's bathroom. a little bidet bitter. Yeah. It's Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't like that. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, pretty much just... Learning from the man, and it's also a position of power. And even though he has done some shady stuff, he's done it for the betterment of mankind because of these sewer people just coming in. Wow. They are sewer people. Wow. They live in the sewer and they're people. What else do I call them? Wow. We've got a classist over there. Wow. They live in a sewer. They chose to live there. No, we see where you stand now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They eat rats. They, they say the F word. I'm not even going to dignify it by saying it. Oh, dear Lord. Martin, you want to take a stab at this guy's argument first, buddy? I'm just going to say this for the entire room, or I guess you guys, like, Feel I free can't to speak have for me. any salt or steaks or burgers. Like, I, I, I'm out. I'm out. And the Taco Bell isn't the Taco Bell you think of. It's like, it's a weird, different Taco Bell. I think the fact that he puts too many restrictions, Everything it just gets out off. of control. Yeah. You, yeah. Every little thing you and try I, to do wouldn't be I can't fine. have a steak and I can't fuck. Like, yeah. yep. here's what's the, the point of life now? What's the point of life? <laughs> what's the but point? here's the thing, though. What's the point? Are you going in it as someone who's been fought out, or are you going in it as someone that's grown up with the culture? I think. Well, with the with the argue, or like with the base topic, I think you are going in uh, hired outside as an unpaid intern. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. But I'm not being fought out. I'm growing up with the culture. Yes. I've gone out of the San Angeles high school. Okay. So I'm basically grew up. You drank with the Kool Aid. I, I oh, I was uh, born in. Okay. Okay. Right. So See, I was thinking I was the opposite. I was like, I'm me going to work for that company. That's how I uh, I took yeah. it. But we we, we are fast and loose with the rules. The Pretty much. You didn't say I have to like go in way. No, you're all clear. Dynasty. Yeah, you're good, man. Like, <laughs> last episode, I pretty much started a uh, robot uprising. With a rocket launcher. I don't have access to a lot of rocket launchers. Yeah, he finished his argument with, just imagine me on a bus with a rocket launcher. And I was like, Blown oh, up okay. a school. Blown up a school. Yeah, blow, blowing up said school that you graduated from. Uh, I like, I, 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 the whole thing in theory is great. I feel if I was in your shoes as an unpaid intern, and eventually, like, the, you're working for a bad guy, so you obviously are going to inherit and you know that. You know let's, that. Let's say you in. know that 100 percent going in. Yeah, that you like, are working for a bad guy. We're not. We're not pulling any punches here and pretending that this is going to turn out, you know, better for your life. Yeah. Um. I just feel yeah. you become a bureaucrat, right? Like right, you and get what's caught fun. up. In, yeah. Like there's like 
working for and and if this is what you want, there's nothing wrong with that. But in, where I'm looking at is you've ruled yourself into a small box. So, yeah. but you, and you only you don't know any better. But no fun. No no real Taco Bell. No no. Also, too. Here's sex the thing. with VR headsets. Hey, the story ends. We know how the story ends. Sex. Like the story ends with the destruction of the society because he eventually does too much to keep it in line, and people like eventually think that I don't want to live like this anymore. There's no freedom. So they do so snap you know out where of where the story yeah. ends. Okay. They snap out of it, and it's just like you're working for a man with who who has a failed system. Like it's great at first, but it doesn't work. And the it bidet fails, is and it a failed it. system. <laughs> hey, I would. It is destined to fail. <laughs> Hey Jimmy, take a point off. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and go to my, go to my bathroom right now, uh-huh. Jimmy, and then you can put a point back on. <laughs> yeah, you can only get it back if you use only if you bidet. <laughs> yeah, I uh, Jimmy, you, are you on the no fun boat too, or is there anything else? I just like oh. I, I couldn't imagine walking around and have like because I do a lot of very annoying things. I feel like people <laughs> would be very nitpicky at me. And right now, people just avoid me. So. <laughs> and I do like that. I do. I do like the if no touching. Jimmy, you would be in the sewer too. Yeah, you're right. You'd be you sewer rat. You're right. <laughs> I couldn't take this job. <laughs> and like, what? What are the like long term? It eventually does hit a wall, like Martin says, right? Yeah. What Where, What are your job prospects in the future for this? Yeah, I'll probably like evolve into a, a like a government position because I'm I'm learning from the man that. So well, you'd so branch out. I would branch out. Okay. You'd go to Maryland. <laughs> yeah. Which or which Kansas. evil which which evil governor governor or government would you run for? <laughs> Probably Dennis Leary's team. Dennis Leary's <laughs> rap team. Because <laughs> they do eventually win the rebellion. And Yay! They come up to the service. Yeah. So. See, I'd be on that team. <laughs> Probably Minnesota. They can vote Jesse Ventura in. I'm <laughs> just I'm just worried during your six months to a year apprenticeship that the system fails on you right and then and then you're you're but then you got you're what you hate you're governor, a rat eater. right I, i'm just i'm just an intern I'm well he's got this on the resume yeah, oh, yeah okay like he so, can definitely yeah. apply yeah. it yeah, other yeah. places okay. you got indeed yeah i i could easily uh, turn on him as quickly as i'm following him that's interesting because i could be like hey i was working for my degree what can i do to help okay what I, that, that's the assistant dude. That's his assistant guy at the end. Remember who just like he's the assistant to Cocteau? Yeah, I'll, see, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll be, you, I don't I'll think you know enough. Just being an unpaid intern, I don't think you'd know enough to flip on him. But that, that, that's unless he's me. sexually assaulting you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's admit, he's kind of creepy with that he cloak. Is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with that cloak? <laughs> oh, I have a rule. Don't trust anybody in a cloak. Nobody in a cloak. Especially when he Long goes. Long robes, bad idea. <laughs> especially when he goes to Simon Fee, it's no kiss, kiss, no bang, bang. <laughs> what, what is that? What could that mean? <laughs> Can you show me cocktail? <laughs> yeah. Is it cocktail? <laughs> right, yeah, last name. Yeah. Just like <laughs> There's a lot of underlying problems. <laughs> um, okay, all yeah. right, fair enough. Um, I, I kind of hope taking down my own argument. <laughs> Jesus. That's <laughs> what it usually comes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You usually end up agreeing with the room. Peer pressure takes yeah. over. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, I will take next position here. Good, good. Uh, I chose... What would you choose? I chose Daniel Plainview from There Will Be Blood. And I... Okay. Uh, I, I picked him... Mo- like mostly because I feel that where he starts to be evil only benefits his empire as it goes. Um, so I started off with he's a financial mastermind. Like you, he 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 took a bunch of gold that he dug up out of the ground and then broke his leg and then crawled back to camp 
which actually doesn't sound more financial. It sounds more strength. Well, you're talking about how you just admire this man's will to yeah. live. Yes. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but uh, he he can he can turn a pile of dust into a, into a multi million dollar corporation, right? Um, so which is killing just, our planet right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Damn, what? Martin. What? And that dust is made out of gold. I will tell you right now. The They're reason I picked bombs. him for my apprenticeship is because I feel that it would be a great launch pad to run an evil corporation. Well, which this is, is an internship. This is an in, sorry, internship. <laughs> appren- yeah, internship apprenticeship. <laughs> you will get Potato it potato. right. <laughs> so I feel working under his wing in that regard. All of the nastiness that corporate America can pull off that shows how to get rich i mean who better to learn from than the the the, the screw master himself at least he didn't inherit a million dollars he's also very convincing in what he does he's very good at selling the fake child that he has and showing that the town that he's about to come to that it's worth selling me your oil right like he's good at at, at uh, what's uh, the stockholm syndrome right ascent it's it's not taking advantage of your captor but it's convincing who you're trying to take a product from and give that give it to you that's kind of you're looking at me like there's there's something i don't know about that man yeah (laughs) i don't know man um emotionless completely devoid of all emotion he's connected to no one he kills his own brother a preacher and a worker who dies in the well and his only concern is getting the bit out of your i'd be worried about being connected to no one he has no like you keep going. I'll, I'll poke at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bend over when I'm done. <laughs> uh, paranoid about his competition. Uh, I feel that it would come in handy as a byproduct learning underneath him. You never get lazy, right? Like he, he literally walks across the dining room and starts to give shit to shell oil and standard oil because he thinks they're all after him. Right. As much as that is a downfall where someone's always looking over their shoulder, it's going to teach you to always stay on your toes and not get lazy and not get complacent and, and, and not be just with happy with $5 million worth of oil. But, but like, just, you're a lazy person, too. I, well, this is why I figured a great internship under this man would kind of boot me into action. He's looking up to someone yeah, who I has such a wonderful work ethic. He's hoping that it can boost himself. Exactly, the, right? Show him the Here's picture. The show him the picture <laughs> again. If you, can't keep up, if you can't keep up with the work ethic, he's going to kill you with a bowling pin. Like, he's going to destroy you. You, you are expendable, Tim. You, you are not cool like, enough. <laughs> you really think that guy is cool enough? That guy? Okay. For some backstory here, Martin, what you missed on last episode was we talked about what high school we would want to go to, okay? Yeah. And yeah. Sheena from Thick and Sweaty Podcast and me went to high school together. So she snuck James some fucking some, some heavy ammunition to get back at me. So while we were arguing, I was arguing that Patrick Verona from 10 Things I Hate About You would give me a better edge at being a little bit more of a bad boy in high school. And somehow James got a hold of two of my graduating yearbook photos and in the middle of the debate just turned them around and went, you think someone would hang out with that guy? Was it Eyeliner Michael? Was it Eyeliner Michael? It was pre-Eyeliner Michael. It wasn't Eyeliner Michael. That would have slaughtered That would have really, I would have left my own apartment. I would have given you the keys and signed over the leads to you, James. So just now, James has pulled out that picture again, which I will never live down, clearly. This will always, whenever I invite this guy over for debate, I'm never going to be like, really? This is the guy you'd want to hang out with? Oh, I'm getting to put on a t-shirt next time. Yes, please do. Uh, my last two points. Uh, he's good at cutting ties. Doesn't keep dead weight around, right? He's he's. And so why would he keep you around? Lazy you. <laughs> and even so, if you do end up becoming a success 
outside the internship, he's going to come after you, and he knows a lot about you to manipulate you. Don't get us wrong, Michael. We're all dead weight. <laughs> None of us yeah. would stick around there. I just, I just feel if, if, if I could be in his presence long enough and soak up enough knowledge that future prospects for me would would be my own oil company or my own corporation on some level knowing how to fuck the government knowing how to cut ties knowing all the things that like evil corporations do the, the being being the new disney right you're gonna like, do this in the three days he has you there before he fires you yeah per, per, and then <laughs> but here's the thing when you I'm be- on a 72 hour window man i gotta prove myself it's probation period <laughs> yeah. when you become successful he's gonna be like Oh, I remember that guy. I can easily manipulate oh, him. Then he's going uh, to... Def Sun That's did. fun. Yeah, yeah he's okay. going to come after you. Ooh, that's a point. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a point. No references made, but a point for being right. All the things I hate. That was a point. I hate yeah. that sentence. <laughs> that's a point. Uh, and then intimidating. Just a very imposing man who... Who like like when he when he meets the 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 twin brother who wants to sell the land in the beginning he was like how about you tell me where it is and then we can talk right like he just knows how I do to- like an evil bad guy that seems like he's being nice but in reality he's just scaring the shit out of you on the inside yeah that's the point I didn't write down thanks man yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's one point for Jimmy one point for Jimmy right. <laughs> <laughs> but that his intimidation his he's almost sociopathic in a way that t- would would some sort of fall. I don't think in a way he is sociopathic. Yeah, he is, like but he is a sociopath. With him being so intimidating, would he would he actually teach you anything, or would he just mean mug you the entire internship well, and just get get you to go get him a milkshake? That's scary. <laughs> get me a milkshake. Get me. And he's just like making you go, and he's not teaching you anything. He's just and you can't get one for yourself. No, I'm not allowed because he, he would, would drink it all the way. Down. He will slap it out of your hand <laughs> with a bowling ball pin. Yeah. No, I. Yep. I don't know. I think it would be. Yes, I'd be dead weight for sure. But I think. <laughs> I like, <laughs> almost definitely. <laughs> Ninety-eight points then. Um, point cent percent. Um, point set points <laughs> point for Michael avant-garde of Av- <laughs> 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 nice call back Jimmy nice call back point for you point for Jimmy all right um, I'm not even gonna vote I'm just gonna give Jimmy the, the, the Jimmy's got my vote just for that avant-garde right. comment. I don't even need to hear the rest of the debate well I'm out of here guys thanks <laughs> um, uh, I feel by osmosis that would be it. like he wouldn't be like come here and let me show you a thing but i feel just being in his crew like he's he's got his second hand man and he's got i think another guy that they're they're pretty much his wrangler so i feel that just being around it i would pick up enough like Hopefully. you don't have to be close to him you just have to be yeah. close to the people that are around him but do you reckon yeah. he would let See, that seems more believable do you reckon yeah. he would even let you in the room or just make you stand outside i would have a cup against the wall i think That's for sure <laughs> that, i wouldn't be you're not allowed at the table son but what's <laughs> Wait, to what? stop, what's Ooh. to stop him from just running up to the wall and smacking the wall with well but he does have some sort of semblance of a heart because he does go running after his kid quote unquote when he does get blown off the so top he does of the have oil feelings oil. there are fe- but those feelings are only attached to i need this kid because he's making yeah. me bank okay right yeah. so his manipulative nature is also something yeah. it's it's basically the blueprint for a future fortune 500 company yeah. happening from literally the ground up right so I mean, the only way to get rich these days is to fuck those, you know, fuck those sewer people. So, yeah, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> I mean, that that's kind of where I was looking at it, because like to go out and just do straight evil with no real reason. Right. Like James wants to get philosophically evil. I want to get financially evil. Mm-hmm. Jimmy 
unless anybody else wants to bend me over a barrel here, what do you want to get evil about? Was it my? T- oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I have a. You know, I've uh, I've picked the right choice. Jimmy, just to say this, just I just want to say you have to screw up really, really big for for you to not get my vote. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You have to not say anything for him to for him to not vote. For you. Challenge accepted. Uh, well, for this uh, for this particular debate, I picked Doctor Evil. Or after I picked Doctor Evil and I made my arguments, I realized that they can pretty much be applied to most Bond villains. Yes. Pretty much anybody who has a hollowed out volcano as a layer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or, or an underwater entrance to its building. Anything yeah. completely insane and elaborate. And the reason I didn't go with LexCorp specifically is because, like, one minute you're... Like, and I'm really, I'm just not qualified to work there, first of all, at all. Like, I'm qualified to landscape and warehouse shit. <laughs> Things literally anybody is qualified for. <laughs> I could type up Daniel like, Plainview's I, resume. But, like, one week you're working on a goddamn space station, and the next week you're fucking hollowing out a volcano. Literally no one on the planet is qualified to do that. No. <laughs> I, I agree. Those are, that's a special You know who's qualified to do that? The guys from Armageddon. That's who, <laughs> that are the only and, people... But they don't make it. They don't make it. No, they don't. <laughs> And Elon Musk. <laughs> and Elon. That is it. Um, but yeah, you know what? I've accepted that if you're going to be working for like an evil corporation or just a bad guy in general, your prop- your lifespan is going to be rather short. Yeah. Yes. Right? I've accepted yeah. that. So I picked the Austin Powers universe specifically because the worst thing that's going to happen to you is, well, head getting eaten by piranhas. But that's whatever. Let's ignore that. Yeah. I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> Scratch worst that thing, the record, Austin Powers runs into you. He judo chops you. Not even a fucking real thing, by the way. No, uh, and it just knocks you out. That's not too bad. And what, I, I what about a uh, steamroller? I, you know, Beaver, I like to think I'm smarter than Michael McDonald, <laughs> and that I would get the fuck <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> that you would have enough time. <laughs> Just, that's, like, just start that's walking. I mean, there's so many people that work for Dr. Evil. Like, I could literally be guy with wrench, and no one would even <laughs> fucking notice me. Wrench guy. <laughs> Is that your job, Jimmy? Your that could wrench, be my job. job. That could easily be my job. And you know what I'm doing with all my downtime? Relaxing on the beach by our fucking volcano-side ocean. Of course it has a beach. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you've got layer building uh-huh. on your resume now. You've got layer building on your resume now. And he doesn't. Uh, Doctor Evil has. N- I don't think he's ever killed just a, like a no-name worker. He's killed the dudes that sit at the table with him. Yeah, for sure. But okay. I'm not good. I'm not there yet. So risk of death is very low because you're not. You're not the idiot who's gonna just be killed for no apparent reason. Exactly. Okay. I have no reason to get in the way. But Jimmy, Jimmy, uh-huh. I I'm just gonna bring back. You still have my vote, but oh, good. <laughs> I'm just gonna bring back good the comment know. of you said. You like to do a lot of annoying things to people, so you're still yourself <laughs> in this universe, and you will eventually get on Doctor Evil's radar, oh, and no. you will get badly burned. You will get badly burned. You know what, man? And as I said before, I've accepted that my lifespan as a as like a goon or a henchman is rather short. So I'm honestly expecting it, and I'm just psyched to spend my time at the beach when I can. He and he also does support equal opportunity. I mean, he has a mini me. He right? does. Yeah. He's, he doesn't judge people mm-hmm. by, by any means whatsoever. Although. I feel that his his mathematical skills are uh-huh. lacking. Like, I mean, he's he's great at big grand. He's from ideas. the '60s guy. He's, <laughs> he's from the, what is the, look? <laughs> and with opportunity, if I'm not killed, I can easily become a number three someday. <laughs> yeah, but then you're at the table, and then you're probably gonna end up dead. Number two doesn't sit at the table. Number yeah, he doesn't. He's more like a he's more like an assistant. And I can live with that. See, and number two works out. He gets a Starbucks in their evil lair. This, I that's just, a great working environment. I'm not going to lie. Right? I mean, 
I I don't think there's a single employee there that is that ever complains. I think the job security he, though is really bad because how many times is Austin Powers run, it, run, yeah. run in? The British government does everything. destroy everything. Then quite he often. disappears for what five six months and then. But when he comes back, number two still running things and he still has goons and henchmen. True. They like never, they're never I wonder gone, if they yeah. put out like the whole idea for this is like how do supervillains hire henchmen right yeah. like that's the whole joke what's, yeah. what's, what's the interview process how does this like? happen is there an indeed like what do these guys there's do there's a reddit yeah. for it but <laughs> there are always workers for Dr. Evil he has literally thousands enough that he can hollow out a volcano and mount Rushmore his face on the side <laughs> yeah. of it <laughs> now I'm not qualified to do that and I'm just an unpaid intern so I'm guy with wrench I the mm. only <laughs> guy with wrench the only thing <laughs> that I can see is if this internship pays off and then you go off and you make your own super lair and then you, you, you know, you, you've, you've taken your skills and you've Oh, I'm it. invested in Dr. Evil. Oh, you're going to stick around yeah, for a long, you most want, definitely you want future employment I there. Do. Okay. All right. Hell, I could work in the Dr. Starbucks Evil? inside. He's kind of incompetent though. Like you're working yeah. for a really incompetent but man. But number two is not. <laughs> See, you should have picked number two to work for. See the and secondary. You know, I kind of do work. Number two is my boss. Yeah, technically That's he's lit. yeah. I have many bosses, Martin. I'm an unpaid intern. Literally everybody <laughs> is my boss. <laughs> Everybody's telling him to get fucked all day long. Uh, but I just feel that on on the record, like if someone was like, "So, uh, what have you done?" and you're like, "Well, I worked for Doc. I worked for Doctor Evil," and they just be like, "Next," yeah. <laughs> because forget, of his ineptitude. <laughs> at the end of the third one, he does become good. This is true. He does realize number two. Realizes. Everybody's good except for Seth Green, and maybe I stick around to work for Seth Green. I don't know. And, and and take it darker one level yeah. one level deeper. Okay, I don't have to. I could choose you good really in this scenario. You really want to be wrench guy. I really do. <laughs> you just want to be wrench guy. It's a great place to live. I just want to drink waves. out of a coconut beside a volcano layer. <laughs> <laughs> James, any thoughts on the matter here, sir? Please, um, <laughs> please, please. How would you handle space though? Because there's a space base. Yeah, that's the last one. Space before. is a uh, good point. Uh, you know, if a bunch of oil drillers can train to be astronauts, yeah. I think I can do it. Too. <laughs> do you think you're <laughs> You Qualified mean, for space? Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. You're um, like, oh, I'm just going out for a smoke and then just see a fire light shoot, up in yeah. the middle. <laughs> I could work at a space Starbucks. I'm qualified to do that. They probably have a YouTube video to prep you for space travel. You Definitely. Know? They have some a sort of some sort on the way over, he's just watching YouTube. Going, Hot to survive you know, in space. Many cats and many monkeys have done it. Yeah. Not but, that I'm better than any cats or any. But monkeys. have the monkey and cats come back though? Super intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> Better than they were years before. Almost always. <laughs> <laughs> I know they shot that Russian dog into space and it came back. I think that's the only animal oh, yeah. that I have uh, ever heard of. Did it come and, back? I thought it never came back. No, no, it, just, no, it was the it, chimp that never came back, there. but they shot up first. Uh, okay. we, and yeah. now that dog is president of Russia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Putin's just a front. <laughs> No, it's the dog in a Putin suit. Yeah. Oh, he just, uh, okay. zips it, and then he comes it. out. <laughs> Putin's the back half. <laughs> like a minotaur, but dog and dog and human. <laughs> yeah. All right, Martin. Um, okay, so for me, like I actually had an original, a different choice originally, but I, I went with this one, and I the reason why is just because I just wanted to say this line, because as far back as I could remember, I've always wanted to be a gangster, um, <laughs> just from that Goodfellas line. As long uh, as so I've I known him, Mickey, that's pretty true. Yeah. So Mickey Pearson uh, from The Gentleman, uh, Guy Ritchie movie, it's Matthew McConaughey's character. And I, I picked him for two reasons. Um, 
First one is the business. This is the type of business I want to learn the business. how to start. You know, I, I want to learn how to how to operate. He, he, like what he does is he's like the biggest um, weed grow up in 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 um, in the UK. And that's that's I think weed is, is is a great business right now. It's it's making a lot of profit, and I I would like to, you know, work at this company that he has and learn all the ins and outs. Of you just want to smoke to, weed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wants to hang out one of the underground layers. Uh, but I mean, like his like in in the in the movie, his he has like the top botanist working for him. He's got twelve of these underground weed farms spread out all across the UK. Um, he's got the top technology, so just learning all that stuff I think would be cool. What would your um, job be? Like, would I think you just I would be. Since I'm intern, I, would, I would. I would do. I would do a, a little bit of everything in the business. So I would probably start off at the farm, then maybe you know, uh, go like. Here's the thing. So I also wanted to <laughs> like he surrounds himself with good people. Uh-huh. Um, so I think he also surrounds himself with this guy named the coach, who is Colin Farrell's character. Um, he's like a, a like a mixed martial arts instructor. So you could you could. I would like to learn from him as well because he's a really good fighter. So learning that skill. Um, Oh, he's also learning from the work. ensemble. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I, they're all working for him, and I'm still his boss. And since I'm an intern, technically everyone is my boss, right, Jimmy? So you're right. <laughs> That's true. Anybody can boss around an intern. Yeah, it's the best thing. And then his wife owns a garage. Um, I'd always <laughs> wanted to learn how to be more mechanical as a as an individual, um, just because you know, like uh, with it's my motorcycle, I've always know. wanted to. It's Wrench useful, right? It's so. useful knowledge. <laughs> it wrench is. guy likes it. Yeah. Wrench guy votes for it. Um, I do have a big wrench. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and then learning like from Charlie Hudim's character Ray, he's like the like the fixer. He's like the number two guy. He takes care of you know any of the the dirty sides of the business. So learning how to how to run that the gangster side of the business, I would learn from him. Um, but I think too, like I really like the character of Mickey because I this is the other reason why I picked him was his character. He's a good general. Um, he's not the type of general who you know who sits back and lets all his guys do all the work. He isn't afraid to get his hands dirty, as seen in the movie. Um, and I think that's what inspires a good leader, someone who can, who's up there in the front lines with you, not just someone who's back there. Someone like a, he's like a, like, you know, he's like a, um, he's for he's for the working man, you know. He's, he's afraid to. <laughs> You'd to, have to, a beer to, with <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can have a pint and some pickled eggs, you know. Uh, <laughs> there's, but there's... I mean, like I think, yeah, that's that's what that's like that's the reason I think he's he's a good leader. He always surrounds himself with good people, and in the movie, none of his guys die. Everyone else dies, like who's his enemy, but none of his none of his henchmen die at all. See, you're you're more of a red shirt though. You could easily yeah. be killed. Yeah. <laughs> but even the red shirts didn't get killed. Okay, like, you got all right. You got, got killed. They got beat up, which I you know what? <laughs> like, that's really fine. Badly. Well, no, you like you box. You've been punched before. I box. Yeah, I've been punched. It's, <laughs> it's not a huge deal. But yeah, that's my main. That those are my main like selling points. Was the fact that you know. He, the business is what I want to learn, and also the leader is a good leader to learn from. And I didn't know this, but the UK, yeah, the number one, UK is the largest um, leading exporter of legal weed in the world. Looking at you, Beaver, is so. that true? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I have, I have a question. Um, mm-hmm. You want to learn everything that Mickey Pearson has, correct? Yes. What's to stop Mickey Pearson from offing you once he realizes you know too much? <laughs> like this like, coffee boy knows quite a bit about our business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like I get, I, I see the desire cause I watched it. I watched it last night and this morning. And, and as soon as he steps on screen and starts talking, I get he's charming. He's gorgeous. Even the way Hugh Grant explains him, he says he's a gorgeous cunt, right? Like, and, mm. <laughs> and it's a bit, that's a guy Ritchie movie. As soon as your first cunt drop happens, you know, you're watching guy Ritchie. Um, yeah. but, uh, 
I just feel that he's like like Daniel. He's a little paranoid in regards like opening scene. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, he gets shot in the back of the head. Now, I haven't finished the movie yet, Martin, so, <laughs> so spoil it so, for him. So, no so I could be I, I could be wrong in where the plot's going, but he just seems like you should finish the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Quit talking to me and finish the movie. All right, we're going to pick up the episode in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. But no, I get you. I get what you're saying. Um, and it's also too like I'm an intern. I'm not going to know all the ins and outs, but you know, if I do a good job at the intern doing small like jobs, I'm not going to be like, you know, I'm not going to be the guy who knows all the the Russian contacts or his European contacts of who he sells to right away. Like I'm thinking I would start small in each business, like, you know, a farmer uh like maybe watering the plants or packaging in in the in the wheat farm and then maybe at the mechanics shop i would just be like you know i'd be a wrench guy like jimmy i just He's, be a wrench he wants guy to be in the corporate there. fast track but to you CEO. don't like see when i want to go wrench guy it's because i don't want to be noticed or eaten by piranhas when you go wrench guy it's for the purpose of building your way upwards <laughs> this, yeah. I, I do i eventually want to build my way up i want i want to get up there in, this, in the business that's i want scary to, be, to me, i want man. to see that that's yeah at the that's end. scary it, it, when you're at the top like that man you're everybody's target dry eyes i mean he like that whole thing that went down between the two of them like he's your bait finish the movie <laughs> <laughs> finish the movie <laughs> fuck i ruined it um, but i yeah i guess i'm just i'm i'm looking at flirting with disaster eventually right like jimmy does have great points if he's not in the volcano he's on the beach well if you're in one of these if you're in one of these underground layers that he has i mean eventually you're that's a target that's the only thing i'm saying is yeah. that you your your life expectancy playing in that field drops drastically as you're trying to learn i guess but that could be said about any of us that's true you know all the jobs that we pick that's right, not no a really good article because everyone has that same problem but i think in mine at least in mine in my movie none <laughs> of his guys die he surrounds yeah. himself with yeah. people he's very he's very calculating he's he's like a it's like he's like a good general he's a good chess master no, he he's predicts right. moves he 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 comes out on top basically, and and none of his guys die. Like that's oh. I think that's a good selling point. You haven't yeah. even told anybody the fact that he's an Oxford scholar too. I mean yeah. that plays big into the, into the brain. He didn't of the finish operation. school, but he he got accepted into Oxford. Yeah, he, he didn't finish it, but he he got accepted into Oxford. So he's a smart guy. Yeah, smart cat. And I mean he's had this empire for a while, and you know. But Doctor Evil had a stepmother who would shave his nutsack. <laughs> talk about <laughs> talk about inspiration. <laughs> uh, another threat for uh, him would be reporters as well. Oh yeah, yeah, just coming yes. in trying to find anybody that they can to know a little bit, just so that they can make a report and about it. Martin, are you getting? Have paid? you seen the movie? Are you getting yeah, paid you under the, the? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, the threat's a reporter, but like he does take care of all of that at the end. Like it, it's all wrapped up nicely. It's always a threat, but I think he's always. Well, this is the thing. He's always a step ahead of all his, all the, all the, like you know, but, all the targets or the all thing his is, enemies. Though uh, Hugh Grant's character is like a superstar reporter, with him going missing, uh, there's gonna be more people. Be some serious heat. More people going. Where did he go? He's gone missing. Usually he's this rock star who reports on all these different things, but we've heard nothing from him. People tend to notice when someone goes missing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think it's cut and dry where he goes missing and that's the end. He also was going to go to Miramax. So he had pitch. an appointment. He had an appointment mm -hmm. with Miramax. Oh, that's right, because of the script. Yeah, he was going to pitch it. So they're going to be like, where is that guy? And they're going to report it as well. 
say too, he's not a superstar reporter. He works for a tabloid company. Like yeah. you're giving him too much credit. I mean, who's gonna believe this guy? People will I mean, miss it, him, you, Martin. <laughs> yeah, whether or not he reports him. garbage, lives, people yeah. will miss him. He lives him. a sad and lonely life, and he's a dick. People, he's he, the world he's, is better off without him. But he's a su- <laughs> he's a superstar reporter because all the, all the newspapers want his stories. He could pretty much negotiate with any paper for any price. They would notice he's gone. Yeah. They're like, we need a good story. Who can get a hold of him? No one can. Where did they go? Let's report it. <laughs> well, let's I report on that. <laughs> let's report it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I remember in the movie, other people wanting his story. Like, he tried to sell the film to people. They wouldn't buy. So he said, fuck it. I'm going to go to Miramax across the pond. Like, they wouldn't buy. the like the last the, In the last scene where he's meeting with that film exec, he wouldn't buy it. Yeah. So that he had to go across the pond to sell it. So nobody wants his story. You just like saying across the pond. You do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James, you can call him out on any of this oh, anytime you want, buddy. You are speaking to an Englishman over here. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like I said. Even though, he, because in England, uh, news reporters are kind of stars in themselves. Uh, the one big one, even though he's a complete mm-hmm. dickhead, uh, Piers Morgan. Oh my god. <laughs> He, he started as a tabloid editor, and now he's got his own talk show. Exactly, okay. and guaranteed, if you don't carry oh, on, you fail upwards, man. He would have failed upwards himself. So that's kind of because England is so small. We notice. Mm-hmm. We notice that. Yeah, you're well. You're an island, right? Like, exactly. It's not. It's, <laughs> you notice when reporters go missing in England. So yeah. Martin, argument mute. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a yeah. But we don't know what he does to him. We don't know what he does. We don't know what he's going to do. We don't know if he's going to go missing. There's no gentleman to yet. Yeah. No. Yeah. There should be. We're not sure if he's dead. He could be going missing. Maybe he just says, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you this amount of money. But does Matthew McConaughey, does he insinuate that, like, he is gone or, like, that he did take care of it or? Can I say how? Yeah, of course, man. You can ruin it for me. That's fine. Yeah. I'm, like, like half an hour. So, basically, he, like, Hugh Grant's character uh, leaves the, the movie meeting and goes into a cab, and then he says, take me to Heathrow Airport, because he's going to go to the States to try to pitch it to a Hollywood, um, the movie to a Hollywood company, the story. And then basically it's Charlie Hugham's character, who's like his like right-hand, uh, Matthew McConaughey's right-hand man. Just They had that moment of looking at each other like, hey, what's up now? And they just, yeah. <laughs> what up? That's how it ends. Okay. All right. All right. Well, yeah. if there's a gentleman, too, we're going to come back to this. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully this this debate gets settled if there's yeah. a gentleman. Your too. points are very sound, but I think for the time that you would need to move up in this business is going to be a very very long time. Like they aren't Jimmy, just I'm in it for the long you're, con. Not, you're not just going to be <laughs> You're not just going to be one of the gentlemen like you're 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 what's I don't know. You're, you're gentle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be. I'll just be gentle. You're just <laughs> the, the guy spraying the leaves. That's, that's it. You are. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's gonna. And also too, I wanna also just add like Matthew McConaughey follows the two rules of of dealing drugs. He he, he adheres to them. And he in the movie, he, so he never gets high at his own supply. He doesn't smoke weed. He's not addicted to weed. He's addicted to selling weed. Also too, he uh, he's not greedy. He's not a greedy guy. He, he could have gone into heroin or, you know, or coke, which is way more money. But he, he thought, you know, that's let's just stick with weed. This is this is going to be good in the long run and what to do. So I, I love that we have that. two businessmen mm-hmm. and two evildoers. <laughs> 
in the same. Doctor, e- you're right. Doctor Evil is a businessman. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I never thought about it that way. Well, he's the head of the CEO. He's the CEO of the Evil Empire. You're right. Yeah, he's a pretty snazzy businessman. I think it is Evil Corp. <laughs> <laughs> he sat in front of the computer for a long time googling that name. All right, Marty, you're done. You uh, you want anything else in the chamber before we go to vote? You're good. That's it for me. All right, man. That's it for me. So uh, oh. Jimmy's already got his pad out because he's been keeping score the entire time. Yes. So how uh, am I gonna do mine? Well, like, you're gonna, gonna do... you're gonna voice yours first, and then you're gonna be in for a treat if we pick you. So I'll just uh. The... Why don't so... I just text it to you, Mike? I'm gonna text it to you on um the the chat app. Okay, just perfect. Directly yeah. to you, and then and then when you say yours, so I will I already have typed mine in. Just okay. don't read it. Yeah, sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna read okay. it. <laughs> then I'm going to vote based on that. Um, so the, we actually had a tie for points this week uh, between myself and Beaver. Hey. Uh, congratulations to us. We win nice. nothing. <laughs> I'm, taking my, I'm taking Michael's bidet. <laughs> I'm going across two the bidets, pond. Two oh, yeah. Is that you wanting to actually go to my bidet when you say you're going across the pond? <laughs> that is exactly what I mean. <laughs> Oh shit! I'm stuck on this one. Okay, all right. I'm looking. Um, uh, all right. I'm all set. It's a good one. Like they were all fun. Like they were all fun. That's like it was, doing, it was you know. all a fun. Yeah, it was all. They were all the arguments were fun, and then all, I, I think all the villains were. When great, I pick so. a topic, Martin, I bring the fun. You bring the fun, Jamie. You bring the fun. So you know. All right. Here. Okay. So. How do people not like you, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> Why do they want to stay away from you, buddy? I like yeah, it. I know. <laughs> Much more. Right. You gotta stop stepping at people, Jimmy. You You're gotta right. stop stepping. <laughs> okay, so Marty's got his picks in here. James, are you done? Yep. All right, Jimmy, you done? Oh yeah. Okay. On the count of three, one, two, two. three. We have a Jimmy, yeah. we have a Jimmy, and we have a Martin picks a Jimmy. Oh, oh. <laughs> the clean sweep. Uh, I'd like to. That's back to back for the last two that I've been on. Um, <laughs> Check out, he drew a volcano. Oh, and that's and me outside. Hello, Jimmy. Oh. <laughs> Um, well, it was actually an avant-garde comment, Jimmy. That I'm still <laughs> sticking to that. That's why you won the episode. Was avant-garde. I'm like, yep, he wins. Fuck, I feel like Randy Dangerfield. I get no respect. <laughs> well, just a volcano uh, chilling talk. Just yeah, got me. no, that really that. What sold me the most was you're willing to sit in the back and not really make too much noise. Don't have to. Like, and and just kind of observe knowledge and drink my ties. Like that seems like that seems like the perfect internship. It seems like the dream. I came yeah. to the conclusion that if you are working for someone evil, you could get killed at any second. The, and we yeah, everyone I can. Didn't, I didn't include that at all in my thoughts. But Martin, you are right in saying that no one died in that movie. So, and we do go by we do go based on the movie, right? So it makes sense. Yeah, just based and, on the movie. Yeah, that's pretty much why I voted for Martin. <laughs> <laughs> life is life is promised. Jimmy <laughs> well, can he's, live. <laughs> he's right. He he could do that for like that was basically my plan. Like I'd water their plants for a very long time, and I'd be very happy doing that. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally. And I mean, especially I, in like millionaire mansions too. Right. Like we're not. Get, it's an unpaid internship, but they feed us. They give us. I'd imagine yeah. they would clothe you and whatever. You, you, you get clothes. I would clothes. just like to smoke weed. <laughs> Martin just wears <laughs> a potato sack and waters plants. <laughs> Smoking a joint. Damn it, potato boy. <laughs> yeah. I do. I do wonder if he has a plan in place where. No one can smoke weed. 
if he had did that's because if everyone else yeah yeah martin would you be do you think he charlie hoodham charlie hoodham's character smokes weed okay so, so he's I good mean, with that's it. just like secondhand man but he's so like i top, think he's okay with it he's like a top guy though, he's one of the fully, gentlemen yeah yeah i don't think you could smoke like i'm obviously that was just joking that's smoking right in the farm i don't think you could do that <laughs> while on the job but you know outside maybe get a discount on some things i'll buy some you know i that think would you be get really like nice. an employee discount it's uh it's it's a really good fucking movie on top of that too. Yeah, oh like yeah. I I was waiting for Guy Ritchie to make something that it, was a little bit more in It was his a return house. to form. It was very much a yes, return. Yes, not to Arthur. Form. Arthur was just not for me. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> this one was great. Yeah, neither so. and, and Aladdin wasn't the best either too, right? Like how, King, how, how, King I, Arthur tried to make it a Guy Ritchie movie in the medieval and it's just such a clash. It was. It didn't mm. work. His 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 shooting style and his quick scene changes don't work heard, in a fantasy look, film. It takes you too in much out of the interview, I heard that there were just too many hands in the cookie jar for him to do an actual King Arthur Guy Ritchie movie. I think that he just had too many investors and he couldn't do the movie he wanted. Um, and that's what he said in an interview. So I would, I would like if I would be curious to see what that movie would look like if only he was the one pulling the strings. It would have been good if they made it like a modern times. A modern times King yeah. Arthur. Yeah, like a twenty twenty cool. King Arthur. Yeah. Weird. But gangster. Yeah. But gangster. <laughs> yeah. On the Damn it, Martin. LA. Like, like a cockney gangster. It's like Arthur Predator 2. Oh, okay, like a dirty <laughs> England crime story. Yeah. Where? Okay, yeah. so then what replaces the sword then? A gun. A gun. A <laughs> fucking it's a gun, Mike. AK-47 called Excalibur. <laughs> is a gold AK-47 called Excalibur. Is it stuck somewhere, though? Like, is it really gold? Because if you're going to make King Arthur, the big piece of it is pulling the sword out of the stone. Yeah, it's just a gun and a rock. Okay. It's just, <laughs> it's just sitting on top of There's the There's a gun in that rock. He takes it from a, um, a that's tank, a point for Martin. that he finds. Okay. And that's how he becomes, like, King Arthur. Okay. I, and it's a shotgun. I'm in. That'd be cool. I'm, I'm, I'm in, in for that. I want to see that movie. That's a cool idea. I, I really wanted to like King Arthur, and there are some scenes that I do dig, and like when they are chewing the fat and being all chummy in their crew, you can see remnants of Lockstock and in, in, in the old the, the Guy Ritchie ones. elements. Guy Ritchie elements, but then when it gets into like going after a giant snake, I was kind of like, this isn't this isn't what you're good at. But that's yeah. okay. And Did the action se- sequences yeah. just didn't work. It was like too choppy. Did you guys have any? Mm-hmm. Did you guys have any other picks for this episode? You guys any have any uh, backup picks that you didn't go with? No. No, actually, this one I, I went. This is not like first. I went. I went right up the gun. Like I, I just went and whenever I do this, I'm like, okay, bad guys, and then like top fifty bad guys, and I really <laughs> fucking love There Will Be Blood. Like it's one of. I remember that year is the year that I fell in love with good storytelling because <laughs> There Will Be Blood and. Uh, um, no Country for Old Men, same year, oh. right? So I was, it would, I was just in like Paul Thomas Anderson, the Coen Brothers, like pumping out these dark, long stories that are so intricate and character driven. Uh, no Country for B Blood. <laughs> 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 uh, um, but yeah, no, I just and, and it, it, he's always been. Or there will be old men. <laughs> <laughs> there will be old men. No Country for. <laughs> There will be old Ben. <laughs> Everyone lives. <laughs> I don't know which one I like more now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, he just he screams, he he screams bad guy, but not your atypical bad guy, right? Like I did, I was looking at comic book heroes, and I was looking at you know some sci-fi. And some yeah, I was thinking about stuff. going for like a super villain or something, but they all ended up being too unpredictable. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, that's the thing with this this genre. Like if if you 
pick someone who's very unpredictable, like how are you? Like if you pick Darth Vader, you probably will die. Like of he kills everybody that for no movie. reason. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I actually uh, was thinking of um, Magneto. See, especially me as a mutant. That's he'd, interesting. Yeah, he'd, he'd respect you. He'd be a lot of respect and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He would ask me to do some horrible bad, things, horrible, but... bad things, but it'd be all for the greater good. You'd yeah, at least you'd believe Magneto that. Magneto is pretty much like <laughs> a Malcolm X. Jason, what would your superpower be if you were working for Magneto? If I oh god, you know I'd actually make myself metal so that he can throw me around. <laughs> That's your you just like. <laughs> I'd be like yes, master. I will like, turn I'm myself a, into metal. I'd be like for a colossal guy. Hey. Send me that way. <laughs> Catapult. Turn me into a projectile. That's interesting. Hey, Eric, give me a trip over Magneto's there. a good answer. Yeah. Martin, you raise a good point, though, because... Or, sorry, Jimmy. Uh, the unpredictable nature of it... Like, a lot of DC villains are like that. Yeah, oh. like... You, 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 The whole argument for all of us would have been like, okay, yeah, but he's going to do this because, you, you you know... He could just shoot you in the, the face. He could just shoot you in the face. Or <laughs> right. he could just turn you into a metal object and blast you across the moon. So, <laughs> you, it, I, I, I... You know, as you do... And that's what I was looking at. I was like, okay, don't pick pick somebody who you, you can relate to, whatever the Doctor fuck that evil. means, right? <laughs> but at the same time, try to find somebody who you could last around, who's not going to lose their shit instantly and beat you to a pulp with a. Again, so you made your decision based on <laughs> <laughs> someone you can last around. <laughs> you chose a guy that doesn't trust anybody and murdered people just for the sake of it. Here's your coffee. Don't you? A me? bowling pin bike, not a good way to go. No, bowl, uh, in a bowling alley, nonetheless. While he's dumping pots of meat on me, like that's that's a hard scene to, to like as the whole thing oh, it's ends. Tough. It's a it's yeah. a tough watch. It's tough to watch Paul Dano come back and like beg for for help, right? After standing by God and being such a hardened Christian for so long that oh, like God's not listening. That's no the man, problem. no the <laughs> the oil's gonna run before God's gonna come. So you know. yep. I have a question. Yeah, who would be the worst person to work for? Probably like Joker, Joker. or something. You yeah. know, that's my favorite villain too. It is Joker. I would actually think the Riddler. Just fucking annoying. You know, he just oh constantly. Oh my god, yeah. he'd be punking no, you right. at all Jimmy, hours. Can you play the Riddler? I would, man. <laughs> we talked the about this before Funny when enough. they cast the Riddler for the new Batman movie. Paul we Dano, talked Paul about this. Yeah, yeah, we did. We, yeah. Wow, That's full yeah. circle. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this. I should have been in that casting, and we all agree that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just. <laughs> you should have. But like, can you imagine working for somebody? Like, okay, you're being on your toes already with all of the people we've picked because you don't know where they're coming from. But the Riddler's whole design is to mess with you constantly. You'd never have you. You'd be under a, a tremendous amount of anxiety and wonder all the fucking time. You'd and be I don't sli- look good you'd in be green. Sleep, you'd be no, sleeping you'd, in bed at two a.m. and then you get a text message and it'll be a riddle and you have to it. solve it. <laughs> He'll be texting you constantly, going, "I need, I need to test somebody." Oh, I'll get my intern. Hey, <laughs> is this funny? <laughs> hey, what do you think to this? <laughs> Constantly is asking, is this, this funny? <laughs> yeah, I knew Ooh. you'd get that, Martin. Ooh, <laughs> what do I say? Here's the thing with the Riddler. With the Riddler, I didn't even think I'd get hired because I'm terrible at riddles, and I think the application process would probably include a riddle. So I'm oh just my like, god, uh, yeah, never gonna <laughs> solve gonna it. No. But he might hire it. you because he wants someone to make test you feel riddles on. extra smarter. But he wants. Batman quality riddles. Yeah, I'm not gonna be yeah. able to solve those riddles. But he might want a punching <laughs> bag where he'd be like, "Oh, ask yeah. this idiot a simple thing." That is a Riddler thing Just to, to do because it, it's all about boosting his ego. I think you're right. I'd rather be mm, shot in the mm. head by the Joker than work for the Riddler. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
And then just the mood swings from Two-Face. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, see, again, unpredictable. Just yeah. shooting in the face for no reason. Um, this was a fun super one. Tense. This was super <laughs> fun. Yeah. This, they, 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 and they always show, like, I, I love how like we joke that we play fast and loose, but because we do, shit comes out of these <laughs> that you can't, like, if we tried to keep it too Little tight. Poop. Literal poop. poop, yeah. It's the best way to do it, though. It, I Rough rough idea, and yeah. then, oh, we didn't confirm that. No big fucking deal. <laughs> yeah. Carry the fuck on, yeah. sir. Yeah. We Just stopped confirming that on episode 10. Yeah, we <laughs> did. Episode 10 onward. No, we're confirming. Yeah. Because I always found loopholes in the rules. <laughs> I think that's part of the magic. I think I think making too many not, rules. Hold on. Hold on. Not, not knowing to, what to scale means is not a loophole. <laughs> 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 that's why you have my vote this week, Jimmy. <laughs> Ignorance is not a way to win a debate. <laughs> it's all about the callbacks. Callbacks oh, are great. Shit. All right. Well, gentlemen, uh, again, this is my favorite part of my week, so thank you very much for coming yep. by. Uh, James, thank you for Good doing time. back oh, to back. Gl- glad, glad to finally be here, man. It's been a while. Of you. Jimmy, we haven't seen you forever. This is amazing. Um, I feel I feel heart feelings. So. He's yeah, I'm all right. right now. I think it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I really think you... Jimmy, this is why people don't like him. I... <laughs> He's not wrong. It's, it's kind of why I'm doing this to him right now because I know it makes him feel awkward. <laughs> but I really would like it if you went to the washroom and turned the bidet. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> is... Is the uh, wire long it, enough? You should record as he's... I did try the water fountain, though, while I was in there. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, we need to have a conversation <laughs> off air now, and I will lend you a toothbrush. Ah. <laughs> it's it's super funny, though, because like, this little head pops down out of a chute, and then it's angled up, and then you can like move... Back, like yeah. You can move back and forth. So no, it really can... got to the back of my throat. <laughs> <laughs> it's if you went and turned it on right now, it would probably hit the wall. Like there's some serious pressure behind that thing. Wow. Oh, Jimmy Chris. has no gag reflex apparently, so yeah, it's all good. Yeah. I am all gag reflex. You do look a little wet right now. Are you showering in there too? Like yes. <laughs> Jimmy likes to get wet. Jimmy likes to get wet. Get wet, get wet. Uh, Can we do plugs now? (laughs) We totally fucking can. Jimmy, what do you have coming up? Uh, This is going to be out before August, before your birthday, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, uh, August 7th, first Friday at uh, 594 Node on Main Street. Uh, We're doing a comedy show. There's a band coming in. It's going to be a good time. You could win some prizes, maybe win a free tattoo. It's a a really good show. It's a a very small indie type show. Definitely uh, make an appearance. Show starts at 7. Perfect. Jimmy, uh, James, you got anything you want to talk about? James. Um, com. It's my podcast. Uh, I often do bad cult movies or stuff that generally interests me. It's We've usually, been on that. Yes. We've been on it, and it's <laughs> oh. a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. You I'm should a, bring the gauntlet back. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm waiting. I actually might be doing it as a live stream. Interesting. We're, we're just live stream on Twitch. Bunch of us just uh, doing the gauntlet. Suffering. <laughs> Suffering. <laughs> oh, um, I'm, I'm currently wanting you guys on for uh, an episode again. The one that, the the movie that I showed you, uh, Ticks. Right. Yes. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, With, I'm uh, in. Seth Green and Alfonso, a.k.a. Ribeiro. Yeah. Ribeiro. <laughs> As Colton. What? Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. And you remember that one episode where Colton was, uh, he basically went to Philly and became a gangster? Yeah. That's him the yeah. entire movie. <laughs> like, is that the one where he, like... They get... He's a gangster? Yeah. <laughs> and his, his, it's not unusual. His opening line is, my name is Panic, because I don't. <laughs> oh, that's a... <laughs> <laughs> so... Ooh. Damn! 
Oh boy. And also, I dig that. I dig that. And also, Clint Howard's in it. Of, oh as fuck well. yeah! Oh yes. So, the ice cream man himself, the character brother of Ron. Yep. <laughs> yes, he's in everything. He oh, is yeah. in everything. All right, Martin. Uh, Martin oh, uh, oh, you keep going. Keep going. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. also going to be at Starbucks after this. <laughs> if anyone wants to <laughs> come hang out, the show is of course live. It's, it's live, so uh, sponsored by Starbucks. Uh, Starbucks <laughs> on Osborne. I will be having a americano. Oh, just hold a sign up. I will. I will. No, no, I'm the guy. I've <laughs> done a podcast. I did yeah. a podcast. Talk to me, uh, right. Martin. When's your next show, buddy? Pluggy. Uh, this show's live, right? It's tonight, uh, 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Martin's getting booked left, right, and center, though. You have been, man. Would you do three shows this last yeah. week? Yeah. Uh, yeah, tonight's my third show. I did one last night and the one the day before, three days in a row. Where, uh, where are you doing these so people out there oh, that listen can I'll find send out? You, uh, I'll send you, because um, the, well, the show I did on Thursday, there was a live stream at the Havana Theater, Kay. So and there's a YouTube link. I'll, I'll send it to you. Yep. Uh, just post it on the account. Do we have Vancouver fans? Uh, we do. All right. We do, Vancouver fans, go see Martin. Like, we have more than one, because if we didn't, it would be Martin downloading the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't download the episode so. anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, go see Martin if you're out there. Yeah, if you're in Vancouver, go check out comedy. If you're in Winnipeg, fuck, go. Jimmy hosts an unbelievable. What about the, the Tuesday yeah, thing, go, too? Yeah, come check out the St. James Open Mic uh, at the St. James Hotel, the 1928 Pub and Eatery. We're just starting there. They're a fully renovated bar. Um... Obviously, the limited seating for... Yeah, it's a free open mic. Um, anyone can sign up. Anyone can go up. Uh, it's Best Comedians in Winnipeg. Come check it out. Every Delicious. every Tuesday at 8. I should probably tell you when it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. forget one thing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure entertaining you for another week. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, Proper Design Works. Uh, we also want to tell you about a event that my friend Leanne is doing. Um, she puts on these amazing events. She takes chefs and she finds venues in Winnipeg and then she marries them up together and then you go get to sit at this really cool event. And she's doing one August 16th at Torque Brewery. It's a barbecue, a southern barbecue and blues night. Ooh. 85 bucks Ooh. a ticket. Okay. Delicious. You get to sit outside, have a giant southern barbecue, giant plates of meat. Loaf and Honey is the catering company in Winnipeg that's going to be doing it. Tickets are only 85 bucks for a concert and a meal. It's dirt fucking bad. cheap. That's okay. Not bad. Then when That's you're done, you can head and, you're going to be drinking torque beer while you're there as well too. Get torqued. Uh, show uh, dinner. dinner get wrenched. <laughs> That's their thing, right? <laughs> torque. Get yeah. torqued. Yeah. Show starts. Our dinner starts at six. Show starts at eight thirty. You can find the tickets on www.winnipegsupperclub.com. Uh, if you have any questions, you can email us about it, therealdebaters at gmail.com. And if you'd like to follow us on our social media, at Real Debaters on Twitter and Insta, and The Real Debaters Podcast on Facebook. I have been Michael Petro. To my left is... James Vivo. Martin Navarro. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Skinner. <laughs> and we're gone. All the way from Vancouver. <laughs>